Hello, everyone. I'm Al Daldegan, creator and producer of the Leaders, Innovators, and Big Ideas podcast, supported by Rainforest Alberta. This podcast showcases the people who are working to improve Alberta's innovation ecosystem. No guest for this week. So instead, I'm going to share some knowledge on entrepreneurship that I've experienced. Here we go. Hey, everybody, welcome to the podcast. I decided it might be quite valuable to some people to hear my thoughts on entrepreneurship. I've been an entrepreneur for a very, very long time. I've started many businesses, had quite a few failures, learned from those failures, and I continue to strive to become better. And what I was thinking was, you hear all this stuff on LinkedIn and at conferences and workshops and presentations about being an entrepreneur, and you get all this stuff about how hard it is to be an entrepreneur and how much work goes into it. And I'm not here to challenge that or suggest that it's any different than, than what they're saying. But I also wanted to kind of share my opinions on the topic Starting a business is not for someone who likes their comfort zone. Uh, If you like things being simple, you like routines, you want to get up every morning and go do something and then come home and forget about it, you're not an entrepreneur. And I wouldn't bother even thinking you should give it a try because you won't. Uh, You won't enjoy it. You won't be successful. It takes a very different character. It's also not for someone who likes to keep life as risk-free as possible. You have to be, at the very least, okay with taking big risks. Ideally, taking big risks is something that excites you and gets you fired up. The fear of failure is not going to get you anywhere. Failing and learning from your mistakes is what's going to make you strong success. Being an entrepreneur is for someone who thinks the world should be different, doesn't like how everything works and has a better way of doing things and thinks that they can make it happen. It's for someone who looks at problems and instead of getting discouraged, figures out a solution for the problem and is willing to execute on it. I should also comment here that there's a difference between somebody who finds problems and has solutions for them and someone who actually wants to get out there and make the changes and execute to solve those problems. The first version of that is a visionary, and a visionary is someone who comes up with great ideas but isn't willing to execute. If you're great at coming up with great ideas, then if you want to be an entrepreneur, you better get somebody who's really, really good at executing on ideas and not good at coming up with visionary ideas. And that's pretty hard to do, especially when you, you think you're going to be working with that person for the rest of your life kind of thing. There's a small chance that if you do most things right and you learn from your mistakes, you could be quite successful. It just may take some time to get there. And you know what? If you were to go, go to school, get some sort of degree or some kind of education that helps you get into the job market, and you were to work really, really hard in that job market and keep your job and then grow up the company ladder, uh, if you're smart with your money and you live within your means, there's a very, very good chance that you could have a wealthy life. It's 
people who live outside of their means that have all the problems and need more and more and more money to keep their their lifestyle going. So, you know, I I know people who are a plumber and they made decent money as a plumber. Eventually, some of them started their own businesses, but ultimately they were good with money and they saved and they paid everything off and they avoided debt and they grew their wealth. And, you know, as they approached their retirement age or even earlier than the retirement age, they were in good shape and they could have a comfortable life. As soon as you start living outside of your means, as soon as you think, you know, you should have a fancy car and you should have all these fancy clothes and you should live in a fancy house, but you don't have the money to support that lifestyle, then you're just going to live in debt for the rest of your life. And it's not something you can get out of. It's just, it's just not. Also, when it comes to being an entrepreneur, this is my advice. Don't even think about looking for outside investment until you have a real solution and some clients that are willing to pay for it. Too many people take an idea and they're like, oh, I've got this great idea and let's go out and try and get a bunch of money for it. You know, in Silicon Valley, there was this big boom where everybody was investing in every great idea that if it had the word blockchain or AI or something in their, in their pitch, then everybody would be throwing, you know, hundreds of thousands or even millions of dollars at it. And they didn't have anything. They, they just, they didn't have a customer. They didn't have a solution. And so a lot of that money was wasted and thrown away. And a lot of those companies don't exist anymore. Several million dollars will keep a company going for quite some time. But if you never actually have something that anyone's going to want to pay for, then it just becomes this really weird pocket of money wasting where all this, all the investors come in and try and get things rolling. And then they get to a certain stage and then other investors come in and then the original investors get take their money and run. And then the next investors, they get more people in and then they take the original investors, take their money and run. It just becomes this big pool of people throwing in money to something and it never really becomes anything. Ultimately, a successful company with no investors doesn't need to make huge dollars to make a difference in the world. If you have a great product and you have a great team, you can go really, really far without having to and get a bunch of investment dollars in. I mean, that could be a little bit different in a, in a physical product where you have to do all of this physical development and spend a lot of money on labs and lab equipment and special PhDs that can make things happen. So I'm not speaking on behalf of the people who build physical products. I don't have any experience in that world and I don't know a lot about it, but I'm talking about mostly you know, software companies and companies that are building something that involves thinking or computing and, you know, code writing, um, you have to have something that somebody's willing to pay for, or you don't, or you don't have a company. Entrepreneurs are, are often people that don't enjoy working for somebody else. They want to set their own hours, decide what they're going to work on and lead a team to make it happen. If that's you, Don't do it because don't be an entrepreneur because you want to make millions and millions of dollars and drive a Ferrari. Do it because you want to set your own hours and decide what work you're going to do and lead a team because you can build a successful company and run it for a very long time 
just based on the fact that you have a real product that somebody's willing to pay for. And obviously, you want a lot of somebodies who are willing to pay for it. That's what scaling is all about. And scaling a business is, is a completely different world. Once you've proven the product, uh, the, the solution, I should say, if we stick with products being physical things and solutions being stuff that could be built with software or something like that, if you have a great successful solution, uh, then it becomes a marketing thing. It becomes getting more and more people to use your solution and then making your solution better and better so that even more people want to use it. And one person saying that they don't like your solution and being vocal about it can cost you all kinds of successful people who would have enjoyed your solution. So you need to make your clients happy, your, your customers happy. And, you know, in the early days, you almost have to really, really consider doing whatever it takes to make your customers happy because a whole bunch of four and a half, five star reviews on your product is going to make everybody else want to check it out. When they go on to the to download your solution and it's got one and a half stars, I don't care how much time and effort you're putting into it. And I don't care how great your product is going to be. You're in trouble. And, you know, that's, that's, that's a really, really difficult place to come out of. It's almost point where you need to re restart, change the name, change the interface and start all over again. That's not somewhere where you want to be. So that's anyway, my uh, quick chock full of advice for an entrepreneur. If you're thinking about being an entrepreneur or if you are an entrepreneur and some of this resonated with you, then that's awesome. If not, you know what? Respond. You know what? I'd love to hear from you. One thing that we don't get a lot of on this show is feedback. So if you're interested in providing some comments or, or your opinions on some of the stuff that I talked about in this episode, uh, please do not hesitate to respond. Easiest way to do that is either on LinkedIn or email. We have an email address, which is rainforestpodcast.gmail.com. You can try that as well. And we'll be happy to hear your opinions. Also, you know, you probably get tired of hearing this, but I'm going to do it. Please subscribe. Subscribe and give us a review to let us know what you think of this podcast. And we'll continue to make it for you. So have a great night or a great day or a great, you know, morning, whatever you're doing now and listening to this podcast. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. Talk to you next week. Cheers. If you haven't already, visit rainforestab.ca and sign the Rainforest Social Contract. Become part of the inclusive, silo-busting, sector-agnostic, all-industry, open-sourced, ego-shrinking, ecosystem-building, entrepreneur-focused, wide-open, social barrier-smashing community known as Rainforest Alberta. This episode was brought to you by New Idea Machine. NIM helps new software developers, UI UX designers, and product managers gain mentored hands-on industry experience. And at the same time, we provide companies with risk-free tech talent. Definitely a win-win-win situation. Visit newideamachine.com for more information. Music for the show was created by Tony Deldegan. Please be sure to share this episode with everyone you know. Also, don't forget to come by and say hi at the next Rainforest event. Let us know what you think of this podcast. If you're interested in being either a host, sponsor, or a guest of the show, send me an email at rainforestpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.